0: Bonjour, bonjour, mes rebelles intelligents. Is a blog still important for your online presence now? Well, I went to Brazil to do a conference about it in front of like 1,600 people. And since I was learning Portuguese, well, I'm still learning. I decided to make it a challenge and to start my conference by speaking Portuguese for like one minute in front of all these people. It was a scary experience, but a very interesting one. So the first minute is in Portuguese and the very rest is in English. So in this conference, I share why blogging is still relevant and why it will be for a long, long, long time. Bienvenue Olivier Roland. Olá, gente. Tudo bem? Estou muito feliz de estar aqui em Berros e Donche. E quero dizer obrigado à minha namorada, Karine Yang, que está trabalhando uh, em Hotmart para implementar o mercado francês, e a a João que me convidou aqui. Um, agora, aprendo português. <risos> mas preciso de praticar um pouco mais. Um, uh, hoje vou fazer minha apresentação em inglês, mas talvez o no próximo ano posso fazer minha apresentação em português. Obrigado. So, how to use a blog to explore your business? So first, let me share with you three pillars you need to build to have success success online. The first one is traffic, of course. The second one is authority. And the third one is relationship. So, traffic, of course, is a number of people who visit your blog or your YouTube channel or your Facebook page. Authority is your expertise, and when I, I say expertise, I mean both your uh, your real expertise and your perceived expertise. What expertise your audience believe you have, and of course, the more the more expertise your audience think you have, the easier it will be for you to sell products. And relationship is just that. The more your relationship you have with your audience, the more your audience will like you, perceives you as human, etc. On these three pillars, the most important one, of course, is traffic. Because if only your mother is going to see what you do online, I assume you have a good relationship with her, I hope, so it's great. And maybe she perceives you as an expert, but it's not sufficient to make money, right? So. If you have a lot of traffic and you don't have good relationship or good authority, you can still make money, but it will be harder. So I will share with you today how to build the three pillars using a blog and organic content. So basically, to to have traffic, you have two big different approaches online. The first one is to buy traffic, and the second one is to build your own source of traffic. So when you buy traffic, you can buy like this guy in the supermarket, a lot of different traffic. You can buy from Facebook, AdWords, ads, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Or you can build your own garden and grow your own vegetables and food. And there are a lot of advantages of organic free traffic over paid. The first one, of course, is it's free to build, right? So when you start, you don't have money. It's better, I mean, it's your only option to build your online presence uh, with a blog, YouTube channel, etc. It's easier to start from scratch, and I will explain to you why just after. You have obviously a smaller risk of losing money. Of course, you have to invest in some tools like autoresponder, hosting services, but the cost of starting is way less. You can create a outstanding standing authority and reach when doing it the right way, and I will share with you how to do that. And when you do it the right way, all your work, and that's the key, all your works after a while, works for you. So you just don't work for something that is useful for at one point in time. Everything you, can, you create will work for you at one point. Of course, it's not perfect. There are so few disadvantages of free traffic over pet traffic. The most important disadvantage is it's slow. But it can also be an advantage, uh, as I will uh, tell you after. And uh, it can take a lot of work, time, energy at the beginning, uh, even if after a while it begins to work for you. So there are most, more advantages than disadvantages So that's why I can tell you I'm an organic guy. I'm like this guy, I grow my own tomatoes. And today, my blog gets around 160,000 readers a month, my YouTube channel gets 370,000 views a month, and I get 10,000 leads every month in my uh, newsletter, in my mailing list, for free. Thank you. (laughs) And it's great, but that's not the best part. The beauty of it is I didn't write an article myself for my blogs for the last three years. I prefer to focus on writing a book instead, a book that will be published in the next few weeks in France. And it doesn't mean that nothing is published, was published on my blog for the last three years. It just means that I didn't create the content for, for most of what was published, and I'm doing right now one video a day. Uh, I started a, a challenge. This challenge, like two years and a half ago, with Erico Rochard. Maybe you know this guy. I don't know. Is Erico here? Anyway, so he, he, he convinced me to do this a challenge, and I'm very grateful for him. And the beauty of it is, it only takes me ten minutes a day to make a video. So I just can tell you that it's quite relaxing. And financially, my business is doing great because uh, I'm making 1 million euros a year, which is about 4 million reais, which gives me a lot of freedom. And I use this freedom to travel six months a year because I just love that. I love to be here in Brazil and in a lot of other countries. Here you can see me relaxing in a small island in the Philippines. I lived two months in the Philippines two years ago. It was awesome. Here taking uh, flight lessons. Here we're enjoying the south of France with some friends and here with my mastermind group in Bangkok, Thailand. And not only my method is working great for me, but it's also working great for my students. Here you have Laurent Breillard, who has the most visited blog about photography in France, and he makes around 700,000 euros a year with his blog. Uh, Carole has a blog about organic beauty, and she makes a bit more than 100,000 euros a year with that. Uh, Nicolas is doing like, he has a blog about uh, how to be better at uh, bike and sport. He makes 120,000 euros a year with that. Here is uh, Roy Palace, he's teaching people how to make drawing, you know, maybe you recognize the guy on the cartoon here. And he's making 30,000 euros and before using uh, my method he was just Unfortunately, a a, a broke artist, like many artists are. And here is Olivier and Camille, and now they are the leader of Positing Parenting in France, and they are doing 250,000 euros a year. And this lady here is Gail and she's doing something amazing with her blog. She has a blog about, wait for it, chicken and eggs. That's right, she can an eggs. And what is she doing with her blog? She's selling eggs all around the world. And she's making 35,000 euros a year with that. Now, it's not the typical egg you buy to eat. It's a special kind of egg, you know, for a special race of chickens that are beautiful and people want them in their garden. But still, with a blog, not only you can sell online products, you can also sell physical products and services. So, a question some people ask me a few times in the last 12 months is, is blogging dead? Or sometimes when someone is a little bit more diplomatic, is asking something like, is blog dead, but it doesn't know if it's dead yet? You know, like a zombie? And my answer is always that. What? are you talking about? I want to demonstrate to you today that now, still in 2016, a blog is very, very, very important for your success online. So why? For basically two things, ownership and conversion rate. So let me talk first about ownership. The biggest advantage of a blog is you own it, right? And the advantage of owning your platform is you can do whatever you want on your platform. It's very important. When, if you focus only on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, it's great. But you don't own the platform. You can be kicked out at any point. I mean, it happens. Sometimes YouTube accounts get deleted, your Facebook ads account is banned, your Facebook page is deleted. It's, it's rare, but it happens. Who knows someone who had this kind of adventures? Yeah, it happens, right? When you have your blog, you cannot be expelled from your blog. It's your blog, right? So it's important for you to have this kind of presence online too. And when I say you can do whatever you want, it's also true for the interface. And the interface is very important. It's how your audience is interacting with your, with your content. and. If you have a, a YouTube channel that is doing great, it's awesome. But you, are, you cannot do whatever what you want. If you want, for example, at one point to promote a product or an event you're doing, and you would be like, oh, it would be awesome to have this banner uh, above the video or at the, in the right column, you can't. You don't own the interface. YouTube is deciding how you, your content should be displayed to your audience. When you have a blog, you can put everything you want anywhere you want. If you want. Uh, a form on top of every of your articles asking people to subscribe, you can, and it's very important for the conversion rate, as I will share with you just after. So it cannot be expelled. And you are less vulnerable of sudden changes of algorithm. Hello, Facebook! Who remember what was Facebook like back in the good old days, like in 2010? I mean, one day Facebook was like, Hey, guys, so we have an announcement to make we thought very hard about it, and now we think that you shouldn't be able to reach the people who follow you. I mean, not too much. Now you should pay so people who follow you can see your content. All right? Great! Let's celebrate now. Thank you. Well, when you have a blog, it, it's, you are less vulnerable to that. Of course, you're still dependent on some algorithm, Google algorithm, for example. But The algorithm of search engines tend to be more stable in time. And usually, when you have a blog, uh, the the, the search engines are not the only source of traffic possible. So let's talk about conversion rate. And I will share with you what looks like an awesome, amazing, incredible conversion rate uh, on different platforms. When you reach 2% conversions, and when I say conversion rate, I mean the number of people who subscribe to mailing list um, when they visit your blog. So when you have 100 views on YouTube, if two people subscribe to your mailing list, you're a living God. You shine in the dark, and people kneel before you in the street. You're just amazing, right? On Facebook, huh, if you get 1%, it's incredible. I'm talking about organic traffic, not paid. Huh? On a blog, when you're very, very, very good, you can reach 10% conversion rate. So for 100 visits, you get 10 people in your list. Now, it's very hard to reach this level. But 5%? Totally doable. So when you have 2% on YouTube, you're living god. When you have 2% on your blog, it's just you don't understand how life works, you know? So in the long term, it makes a huge, huge, huge difference. Imagine if you get 1,000 views on YouTube versus 1,000 visits on your blog, and you have 5% instead of 1%. It just makes a whole difference. So um, another advantage of building your own source of traffic on a blog is you can start more smoothly. You don't, when you begin, Maybe you don't have the money, maybe you don't have the skills to. You have a lot to learn. And maybe you need to also build your expertise in the field you are in. And a blog is a great way to do that uh, in a slow way. Um, Because you can build your skills at the same time you build your audience. And I always say there is a good news and bad news when you begin your blog. The bad news is, at the beginning, only your mother, will go to see your content. And the good news is, at the beginning, only your mother will go to see your content. So you don't have to be great or perfect, or even good at the beginning, you don't care. Just do something and put your shit online, that's it. Who cares, nobody's going to see it anyway. So it's great. (laughs) It's great to overcome the fear of starting. Just start. And then, slowly, you begin to create better and better and better content. And when you do that, progressively, you will build your audience at the same time. So it's a great synergy, you know? And what is great is when you begin to build this audience, when you begin to have this audience, when the time comes for you to sell your first product, you're not in the dark. You can ask them what they want. And it can make all the difference in the world, because when you offer a product people really want, it's a little bit easy to sell, don't you think? And also, a blog is a great way to build uh, so authority and relationship. It's very hard if you only do pet traffic to build that, and it's very important. So am I saying that you should only create a blog? No, I'm not saying that. It was already, already true, like five years ago, it's still true today. It's even more true today. I'm telling you to see your blog as a central part of an ecosystem. You need to build an ecosystem to succeed online. So yes, you create a blog, but also, of course, you create YouTube channel, Facebook page, uh, Twitter account, uh, Instagram and maybe Snapchat and Pinterest. And the goal is to uh, have insurance in case something happens on one of your platforms. If one of the platforms is is going better than the other, you use it to to build the other platforms too. So you need to nurture all the platforms and to share your content on all these platforms. So now let's see how to make your blog explode. Do you want me to share that? Okay. So first, let's talk about content. You have basically three types of content you can publish text, of course, mp3, so podcasts, and videos. So let's talk about text first. Even now, text is still relevant. Why is that? Because of this guy. Hello, guy. He's cute, huh? I mean, because of his long tail. So what is a long tail? The long tail is the distribution of traffic coming from the search engines distributed uh, among the keywords. And as you can see here um, at the bottom, 70% of the traffic comes from keywords. You will not even think it's possible to type that in Google. It's like, what? So here you have the distribution. As you can see, the top 10,000 most typed keywords in a search engine accounts for only Uh, uh, 18.5% of the traffic. Which means, of course, you can try to write articles or videos to to publish videos to try to rank on the top keywords, but first the competition is very hard on that, and you should also aim to type into this, this source of traffic. The long tail is very important. And why is text relevant for the long tail? Well, because now Google is doing a very, very bad job as transcripting your videos automatically, right? Who tried to, you know, read the automated subtitles of a YouTube video? I mean, did you understand something? It's very bad, it's very bad. So Google, it, it doesn't really understand what you're saying in the video. It, it kind of knows what subject it is, but that's it. So if you want to uh, receive a lot of traffic from the long tail, what is good is just to write articles. Just write articles, and you don't even have to bother about the keywords and stuff. Uh, I estimate now that on my blog, on these 160,000 readers I have every month, like 60 uh, percent of them come from the long tail. So it's a lot. That's a lot. So text is relevant, but of course, of course, videos are awesome. And <laughs> I love when I, I, I put something in place in my business, I always looking, I'm always looking for that leverage or to have the minimum amount of effort for the maximum results. So, videos are an awesome way to do that. Because when you publish a video on YouTube, of course, you can also publish it on your blog, and you should do it, right? You can extract the the audio from the video and so uh, publish the mp3 on iTunes. Very easy to do. Like, it takes a few seconds. And you can have someone do the transcription for you. And you can publish a transcription uh, under the video on your blog, which means you can also get long tail traffic from search engines using with a video if you uh, do a transcription. So you're like, okay, great. Maybe it's great to do videos, but it's complicated. I have to buy this stuff, this camera, and do. I don't know how to do that. So I mean, it's true. When I started my uh, one video a day challenge. I had a very, very complicated process, so I will share it with you now. So I use my iPhone to shoot a video, and then I put it on YouTube. Very complicated. No editing. It was just, okay, I shoot the video and I publish it on YouTube, that's it. And you can do that too, it's so easy, you don't have to do something complicated. Remember, when you start, nobody is going to see what you publish anyway, so who cares? Just start, and then you will improve your skills uh, uh, while growing. So I just bought a selfie stick, a mic for the iPhone, and a a fur to protect the microphone from the wind. And that's it. It it was maybe 100 euros. I already had the iPhone, so very cheap. And when my YouTube channel began to grow, I decided to go to to the next level. And I, I put in place this process. So let me explain to you, because obviously maybe you don't read French, right? So I shoot three or four videos in one hour. Then I put the videos on the internet. Then Raphael, my video guy, is editing the video, and he puts the video on my YouTube channel, but, you know, it's not published yet. Then Eunice is creating the annotation so people can click in the video, you know, and um, Anka is, creating, is, is, is uh, creating the description and tags. And when the video is ready, they put a OK in the title. So when I go to my YouTube channel, I know which videos are ready. And then I do the, the last thing, uh, wor- the last work I do in this process. I write the title of the video. And why I decided to keep this step? Because the title is one of the most important things, because a good title can make the difference uh, between a video that has uh, like 10,000 views or 5,000 or 2,000. So I, I type the title and then I, I, I uh, planify the video. So when the video is published on YouTube, then uh, it's also published on my blog. Uh, Younes is uh, extracting the, the audio and publish the MP3 on iTunes. Unes published the video on Facebook, Dailymotion, Vimeo, because why not? And uh, a, a text transcription is made by a, 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 a freelancer, and the, the text is put on the blog. So it means I have a lot of efficiency. Uh, a five minute video takes 10 minutes of work for me. And it, it appears in a dozen of places. And it brings traffic to the blog. And because it brings traffic to the blog, it's. It's where it converts best. So it's, the videos, not only it helps me to grow my YouTube channel, but it also helps me to build my blogs and to uh, build my mailing list. So what is the frequency, at what frequency you should uh, publish content for, to have a successful blog? Well, I advise at least, the bare minimum is one a week. But I would advise to do Two contents minimum for a week. One article and one video. It's minimum. One or two a week. And you should also try to do a, a one video a day, 30 days challenge. Who already did that? Okay, wow, maybe 2% of the room. So you need to do that, okay? <laughs> it's a great way to start to, you know, uh, be motivated You do just one video a day, and that's it. So uh, let me share with you a very important repetition of the type of content you want to publish. And I'm not talking about audio or videos. No, I'm talking about something a little more specific. When you invite people to your house to share a meal, and you you, you do the, the meal, right? You want people to be happy and maybe also to eat healthy food, it depends. So you want to offer them vegetables and vitamins. But if you only offer like a salad and vitamins to your guests, maybe they will not be that happy, right? It's a bit boring. So you need to, to, to give them also a bit of sugar, right? And you should do the same on your blog or YouTube channel. The vitamins are the core of your content. It's basically the videos or articles that give people like good insight uh, that helps them really advance towards their goals in your field. That's the meat, I mean the vegetable of your blood. And the sugar, it's like it's content that is a bit less deep, a bit more superficial, but also more enjoyable and easier to share. And what I mean by that, it's typically it's like list articles or list videos, like five secrets to travel around, around the world for, for free or for under 100 rials, right? So it's less deep, but it's enjoyable and people will share it. And also, if you want to do a good meal, you need to put some spices in it. And it's the same for your content. You should publish spice articles or videos too. So what is a spicy article or video? It just controversy you need sometimes to publish something a bit controversial or a lot controversial and you need to be ready to see people fighting in the comment and maybe half of your audience will say you're a genius and half will say you're a moron and you should not reproduce and have children for the next uh, 20 years you know but that's fine and like any good meal you don't want to put too much spice if you put too, too much spice in your meal, nobody wants to eat it. But if you don't put any spice, it doesn't have good status. Something is lacking. So you should do a good repetition of that. So I would advise between 60 or 70% of your content is vitamins, 20 to 30% is sugar, and 10% max is a spice. So controversial articles. So now let's talk about conversion rate and how it can really help to uh, grow your email list. To convert really on the blog, so you need to ask people to subscribe to your mailing list and of course for that you need to offer a bonus. Now the bonus is a very important um, thing to, to, to do and the type of bonus you will offer to your list will uh, qualify the list or not for the future product we will have to sell. So for example, let's say you have a blog about dog training. If you offer an ebook book like The Five Secrets to make you, your dogs obey you in five minutes a day, you know that people who subscribe to your mailing list to receive that they are interested in dog, in dog training, right? So, should they be interested in buying a product, selling uh, teachings and dog training? We we can think that, yes. But if you offer them a bonus like five tips to have a very healthy dog who lives longer, it's still qualified because you know that people who subscribe, they have a dog, but it's not as qualified because maybe they don't want dog training, maybe they don't care about dog training, they just want a a, a dog that is uh, healthy. So you need to think carefully about what type of bonus you want to offer because it will uh, determine, determine the, the quality of your list for the product you will have to sell. So now let's talk about the most important things, the forms to uh, ask people to subscribe to your mailing list. And as, as you will see, I use a lot, lot, lot of forms on my blog. So here you are on my uh, blogging uh, blog. It's a blog about blogging. And you can see at the, at the, at the top, you have a, a red bar. So I use a plugin called Hello Bar. And it appears also on mobile. So that's the first form. If someone clicks on the black button there, they ha- the uh, form is displayed and they can put their name on email. That's the first form. The second form is the text you see uh, in the red, the red rectangle. And it just says Welcome to Blogger Pro. Uh, if you are new here, maybe you want to read my, my book. You just click here to get it. Second form. The so third form you can see it on the on the la- on the right column, the sidebar, and also it, it says the same. Then uh, you have uh, here. Oh, and also of course here you have um, a, a pop-up, a light box that appears after 15 seconds. So it's already four forms on the same page. If you try to exit my blog, before you know, subscribing to my e-news, this message appears, it's an exit pop-up. It says, hey, great, th- thank you for visiting my blog. Don't forget your book, you, you, you were about to forget the book. Don't do that, whoa. Okay, so people can subscribe, so that's the, the fifth form. And uh, so that's the like box. And you, are also, you have also, also this form at the end of each article. So it's six forms on the same page. Now only four appears uh, at the same time. One is the lightbox, the other is the like, Is it too much? Is it too much? Some people think it is, and I can tell you uh, a step where a lot of people have fear is to put a lightbox, you know those, the pop-up, who appears when you visit a blog. Because they're thinking, oh no, my readers, they will be disturbed by that. I hate pop-up, so my readers should hate it too. So I don't want to do that. And I can tell you from experience, and not only from experience, for a scientific study I did, it's a limiting belief. It's very easy for you to test if, when you put an online form on your blog, it really disturbs your audience or not. How do you do that? Easy. During one week, you put the form, and then you go on Google Analytics, and you see if something changes. Because if, we, if it really disturbs your audience, you will see that the, the duration of visit is less than before, you will see that the bounce rate is higher, and you will see that people visit less pages. But every time I did this experience, I couldn't see any difference. So you shouldn't assume your audience will hate all the forms because, just because you don't like it. Usually people don't mind. And using all these forms will really help you have a great, great conversion rate. And it, it can make a big difference in your business. And so when your list is built, so when you have at least 400 leads, you do a survey to your audience, asking what products do they want. And you can ask a magic quen- question. I'm sure a lot of you already know it, but I will share with it with you anyway. So the magic question you want to ask your audience is this one. What is your biggest problem, frustration related to your field? So if you have a blog about dog training, you will say, what is your biggest problem, frustration uh, in training your dog right now? And why is this question magical? Because when they will answer the question, people will tell you what product they want. Why? Because if you can create, convince your audience that the product you just created can help them uh, overcome their biggest problem, their biggest frustration, do you think they will be motivated to buy it? Yes? Yes, of course and it lower your risk a lot. So, then you create, don't create the product, you create, you create the plan of the product. If you do an online course, maybe you do uh, only the first two lessons, then you do a webinar to sell your product. So, just to be clear, you don't create the product, just create the two first lessons. If you sell your product during your webinar, great, you create your product, if you don't, you will find uh, the few people who buy, and then you go on the next idea. And so you avoid losing three months, five months, six months creating a product that nobody cares of. And then, if it sells, you do a product launch. And then you make a lot of money and you are happy. Woo! So, thank you. Thank you very much. Muito obrigado. Well, 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 my intelligent rebels, thank you for listening. You are still here, which means you are part of the 15%, the 10%, the 5%, maybe the 2% of people who manage to listen until the end. So you are part of the most motivated listeners. Thank you for this and congrats. Now, would you like to share the love about this podcast if you like it? If yes, feel free to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. It will mean the world for me because it will motivate me to continue to create content to help you create your own adventure in life. And it will help spread the world and reach more intelligent rebels and help them also create their own adventure in life. Thank you in advance if you do it and see you soon. Bye-bye.